All right, what's happening? What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. On today's show, we're going to talk about offshore sports books. I've been hearing from more and more of you recently, and I love hearing from you. If you want to uh, contact the show, go on Twitter at SBD underscore pod or find my individual uh, Twitter account at Tyler Walgy. You can email the show, direct message, uh, message us there. You can email me, Tyler at WoosMedia.com. That's Tyler at W-O-O-Z-E Media.com. Or you can go to the Woos Media website and submit a... Uh, a comment there. That's kind of what happened. Uh, this individual reached out over the Woos Media website. So I thought I'd go over this, read uh, kind of what they had questions about and talk about offshore sports books in general, because I think there's a lot of you out there who deal with things like this. I'm well aware that a lot of people who listen aren't in aren't in uh, states where sports betting is legalized. So let's get to some of this. Uh, this individual, I'm not going to read the whole thing. They said they listen to the show quite often. I appreciate it. Remember to, to uh, like, follow, uh, whatever you do for podcast. Tell your friends all that good stuff. But uh, they said, as someone who lives in Texas, I'd love an episode discussing offshore sports books and how someone can be successful only dealing with a limited amount of options. So let's let's talk about this and some of the ideas. Because the first question they have and the first issue they have is the limited amount of options. What are the pros and cons here? And the first thing I have to say to anyone living in a state where sports betting is not legalized is you still have a ton of options. There's actually more than enough offshore sports books for everyone out there to find uh, plenty of places to shop at, right? Now, we'll get back to this kind of a theme throughout today's show is going to be in an ideal world, you're going to use both. You're going to use offshore sports books in combination with legalized domestic sports books. That's clearly and obviously the best thing to do. I think most people would just sort of know that going in, right? The more, the better. But how do you do if you only have offshore sports books to bet at? Well, the thing is, there's actually a decent amount of offshore sports books that I think are perfectly trustworthy. You know, there's sportsbetting.ag, there's Bet Online, there's Bovada, Bookmaker, BetUS, MyBookie, all just on the top of my head. And I've used all those individually. As a matter of fact, every year for college football, on the College Football Tailgate podcast, we give out promo codes to sign up at BetUS. We send people there. Uh, every year for the NFL contests, I do a super contest and a weekly, uh, you know, the survivor contest on my bookie. I've currently got money with Bookmaker, Bovada, Bet Online, SportsBetting.ag, so I trust all of these outlets, and there's more than enough, more than enough, to find plenty of places to shop hand against one another and find good prices. Now, as I said earlier, obviously, if you have a lot of the domestic sports books, you're going to do even better, but you're fine with those options. Now, the, the, the misconception that a lot of people have is if you happen to live in a state where sports betting is legalized, you have dozens and dozens and dozens of options, and that's simply not the case. I know there's several states where there's only a handful of sports books that you can bet at. So if you're, if you're legalized, in, and I'm not sure the exact rules in Iowa and New Jersey, things like that, but maybe there's only five to 10 sports books you can bet at anyway that are legalized, regulated within those states. Now, Colorado, where I live, is a little bit different. There's a lot, I think Colorado is the number one state in the, in the country for the amount of sports books we can bet at. But even so, I find myself using offshore books a decent amount of the time because once you shop around, you can find good prices, find good deals there, and uh, it's definitely worth it. So let's talk about the pros and cons of dealing with offshore sports books. Some pros, some good things about the offshore sports books. Overwhelmingly, they're going to have better lines and better prices. Now, some aren't. Okay, Bovada, my bookie may not, but Bet Online, 
Bookmaker, uh, BetUS, a lot of these are going to offer better lines, better prices. What does this mean? What this means is the average NFL game, you're going to get minus 110 on each side. Well, occasionally, Bet Online may offer minus 105 on each side, things like that, right? Right now in baseball, there's not a 20 cent straddle. You don't get minus 110, minus 110 with Bet Online, you get minus 108, minus 102 right? A much smaller straddle, which makes it easier for you, the better to win, harder for the house to, to, to win. And you may say, why do they do that? That's part of their business model, right? Local, regulated, domestic, retail sports books put a lot of money into commercials, things like that. These offshore sports books overwhelmingly put more money into us, the customer offering better lines. So you are overwhelmingly, not all the time, but overwhelmingly going to get better lines, better prices. You're going to get... Um, more market makers with offshore sports books. So that's why, right? There's just more of a propensity, more of an opportunity for more op- for more options to bet on opening lines. If you look at all the domestic books, it's not always great, right? If you if you bet legally in Colorado, you got BetMGM, Caesars, DraftKings, FanDuel, PointsBet. There's a lot of options, but most of them wait until lines are stale to open lines up. You don't get that with many offshore sports books. So uh, those are some pros. Some other pros would be the uh, earlier lines, right? Because more market makers are going to get earlier lines, chances to bet, to bet games earlier, which is uh, a positive. Um, there's going to be higher limits in general. So you're going to find the opportunity to get more money down at offshore sports books. Also, you can play things like poker, horses, the casino, and there's more bets available like entertainment bets. You can bet on TV shows, movies, you know, award shows, things like that with offshore sports books. So in general, those are going to be the pros, the good things about offshore sports books. Better lines and prices, better prices, earlier lines, higher limits. You can play casino poker horses, and there's more markets like entertainment that you can bet on. Those are the good things. The cons, the bad things about uh, offshore sports books, the first would be it's not regulated. And that's a big, big problem with me because the main thing, look, going back decades, before the regulation of sports betting, this was always the concern. Are you going to get paid? Because when sports betting is not regulated and these offshore sports books can literally close their doors in a day and just take your money, I feel very uneasy keeping a lot of money with these offshore accounts. So I would say be careful because the non-regulation, the unregulated nature of of these books, there's not a 100% guarantee you're going to get paid. Now, you may say, what are you talking about? I've heard about several people on DraftKings who haven't gotten paid. They will. The Gaming Commission just takes a little bit of time to go through certain instances. And if you've been limited, banned, something like that, and broken a rule, you may not get paid. That's called breaking the law. But if you're due the money and it's taken a while, you will always get paid on DraftKings, MGM, FanDuel, PointsBet, whatever it is, domestically, because they're regulated, they're taxed, they're observed, and if you're owed money, you're gonna get paid if a regulate or if it's a regulated book. Not necessarily always the case with these offshore sports books. Uh, another negative is you lose a lot of fees. You know, a big reason why I stopped dealing as much as I did with offshore sports books. Everything is about nickels and dimes and little a few cents here, a few cents there. Like the margin of error a sports better has is very very thin. So I found it extremely frustrating when I would lose all these fees and 1% here, 1% there. It's like, it's crazy. A couple years ago for my taxes, when I bet offshore a lot, like before this was even, you know, whatever. So um, what I went through with my accountant was the amount of money I lost. This is crazy. You're not going to believe this. 
the amount of money I lost, not in the fees, okay? Because fees are one thing. If you take out a hundred bucks from Bavada, you're going to get back like 96, okay? So that those are the fees with, and that's not just Bavada fees, even though there are those. There's Coinbase fees, right? Coinbase, if you use that as a wallet, there's just all these little taxes along the way with using Bitcoin or uh, cryptocurrency, which that's the issue. There's a lot of Bitcoin and crypto with these offshore sports books. And as a result, the way that these things work, you're going to lose a little bit here, a little bit there just in the process. But that's not what I'm talking about, okay? Let's ignore the fees. And even though those suck, let's ignore those. I'm talking about the amount of money that goes, I use Coinbase. So Coinbase is sort of like the wallet you use for Bitcoin. So when I take money out of an offshore sports book, it goes to my Coinbase. And then I can transfer my Coinbase Bitcoin into US dollars, right? But there's a matter of time. There's a couple minutes every time when it goes to Coinbase before you realize and you can get your money out. Sometimes that's five minutes before I realize. Sometimes it's 15 minutes. It used to be up to maybe half hour or an hour before I would realize because there's no notification. The money goes in and sometimes it's random. Sometimes it's immediate. Sometimes it takes a little bit of time. So I did the math. This was several years ago. I lost over $800 in a year, over 800 just in those a few minutes from when the money went to my Coinbase to when I converted the Bitcoin to US dollars. Now, I'll admit, I could have easily won 800 if Bitcoin would have gone up during those times because it's all about the price of Bitcoin, but it didn't. It went down during those times and I lost 800 more dollars over the course of a year just simply from those couple of minutes every time when my money was put into my Coinbase before I converted it to US dollars and withdrew it. So I found that to be greatly frustrating. It's like, you're kidding me. I spend so much effort finding minus 108 instead of instead of minus 110. That's what this whole job is. So now if I'm paying $5 here, $10 there, $5 here, $3 there, is it really worth it to bet offshore? And I've found you got to make it worth your while. Not always. Overwhelmingly, the answer is no. It sometimes is, but... If you can consistently get minus 108 on bet online instead of minus 110, but you're having to pay all those fees, it's not worth it. It is worth it if you can find better prices in the long run, but that's something that you must consider when gambling offshore. Another con with the offshore books is there's not as many options. You know, if you go to a bet, uh, bet MGM, whew, there's going to be hundreds of bets for every game. You're going to find all the normal bets. You're going to find player props. You're going to find weird created bets. Not on offshore sports books. Overwhelmingly on offshore books, you're just going to find main market bets, overs, unders, spreads. That's pretty much it. Now, maybe they're going to have the occasional player prop, but the amount of bets they offer are greatly reduced with offshore sports books. A couple more cons here. The next one is customer service. Customer service is not good at offshore sports books. It seems like they don't give a shit. They could care less. It's all generic copy and paste responses, which is a concern. If you have money or you're debating a game or disputing a win or loss or want to get paid, you need good, good customer service. And I will say this, even though I can't stand a lot of domestic books, what they do, BetMGM has some of the best customer service I've dealt with. They have a live line. With a person who speaks English, you can call, you know, it's not 24 hours a day, but it's, there's a window, like five days a week you can call. They're quick, they get right to you. It's very, very helpful. It's a great resource to have. That doesn't exist exist with offshore sports books. So, you know, if you've ever, you know, if you've ever been on the phone with the automated service, representative, representative, can I please speak with a person? That's a lot of that stuff with the offshore sports books. So customer service, definitely not great. 
And then my last uh, con here, my last negative is, I already mentioned it a little bit, it takes longer to get your money in and out. You know, uh, BetMGM and DraftKings, again, a lot of negatives for what they do. I can get my money in and out of DraftKings in seconds. When I withdraw, it doesn't matter whether it's hundreds, thousands of dollars, it goes into my Wells Fargo account in like five minutes at most. It's crazy. So I love dealing with these you know, DraftKings, BetMGM, just for that reason. It's easy to get money and get money out. See, in the old days, you had to really, like, like account management was a real thing. You know, managing your accounts, how much do you have in here, how much do you have in there? Because it's inevitable. One's going to go up, one's going to go down. It's hard to manage money. You don't really deal with that now because you can get your money instantly. So that's a huge uh, con for the offshore sportsbooks and pro for the uh, uh, domestic books. Overall, let's go through a few overalls that we can take away from this. Overall, number one, offshore books play a key role in sports betting. So whether you're in a state that's legalized or not in a state where sports betting is legalized, you should have several accounts at offshore sports books. It plays a role. Now, you don't want to always be taking money in and out, right, paying those fees, but you should have some money in an offshore book just in case they have a much better line. Uh, number two, you can bet just fine with all offshore sports books. Okay. So, what that means is most, well, most offshore sports books, I could say, you don't really have to worry about it. Now, I know it is more of a concern because it's not 100% guaranteed, but even so, like a lot of these sports books, I haven't heard of many issues with Bovada, BetUS, Bet Online, Bookmaker. You know, they all tend to do a pretty good job paying out. You can, you know, bet just fine with all of them. But, in terms of the amount of money, I will say this. You don't want to keep too much in any one account because if anything weird happens, it's just leverage. You don't want to give them leverage to take the money away. Keep some money in there, but if you deem it to be too much or, or enough that makes you nervous, don't keep that much money in the accounts. That's one thing. If something bad happens, you don't want to have a whole bunch of money tied up in there. And then finally, as I said earlier, this is going to be a theme that gets repeated. Offshore sports books are best used in combination with legalized domestic books. The idea is, or the ideal situation is, you have several options of both. You can bet online, or you can bet domestic, you can bet offshore, whatever. But that's how it's best used. But if you do live in a state where betting is not legalized, you do have options, right? It's not, and I would say shop around more. Maybe you've got comfortable with using BetUS or BetOnline or Bookmaker, whatever. Look around a little bit more. You're going to find good options out there. As long as you know how to deal with Bitcoin, offshore books, offshore sports books do offer a lot of positives. Good lines, earlier lines, higher limits. You can play casino, poker horses, make entertainment bets. There are positives, but overall, be sure, beware of those negatives, which if you can't guarantee you're getting paid, that's a big deal. But overall, sports books offshore, still pretty worth it in 2023. So, all right, that is it for today's show. Appreciate you listening. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily.